In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Girls in Real Life podcast. I am your host, Mariah Clayton, and today we are getting real about diets. And I've been wanting to do this episode for a very long time, so I'm really excited we get the opportunity to. And I have a very special guest with me today, so I'm going to give her the opportunity to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about what she does. Thank you so much. My name is Alyssa Fernandez, and I'm Miss New Hampshire USA 2020. That's how I met Mariah. And I'm also a full-time registered dietitian and nutritionist, and I have both my bachelor's and master's degrees in dietetics and nutrition. So so I'm excited to have this conversation. Thank you so much. This is my favorite topic. (laughs) Yes. Well, I knew that I wanted to do an episode centered around this topic because I feel like people ask me all the time, what do you do to stay so fit? What do you eat? And most people think I'm on a diet or I like don't eat certain things. And they're so shocked when I tell them like, no, I really just kind of eat whatever I want. And they're like, what? No way. Like, how is that possible? And for me, like, I feel like I've tried to go on diets before, quote unquote diets, or like Mm -hmm. just change my eating habits. And I feel like it affects my mental health so much because I'm constantly like, oh, I can't eat this. I shouldn't be doing this. And, you know, it just really messes with your mental health. And I just want to know first before we like dive into all of that, because I know we'll get into that a little bit later. But what even inspired you to become a nutritionist? Well, I grew up dancing. And when I was about a junior in high school, I would say I started to like read about nutrition and health magazines and things like that, because I wanted to improve my own body and my own figure um, and my own energy. And this was like, what I thought was a really positive thing for my life. And I was finding all these diets and tricks and hacks from all of these like beauty magazines and random sources. Mm -hmm. And I found myself like, in this position down the road after I earned my degrees, Um, and decided that's something I wanted to do professionally and take seriously that I had like worked myself into this eating disorder. So I guess what inspired me to become involved in nutrition, because at that time, I didn't know what I was going through in my own life, um, was just like this obsession with food. That's what it was. And I didn't at that time know it was toxic. I just was like, I'm obsessed with this. I can make this my life. So that's That's what brought me here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know for me, like, I just I really hate diets because you're constantly making yourself feel guilty for eating things or craving things. And I feel like that's not how we should live life. Like we only have Mm -hmm. one life to live. And like if you want to go eat cake and ice cream, like go eat cake and ice cream. Like why would you limit that from yourself? And I just feel Mm -hmm. like so many women especially struggle with finding a healthy relationship with food. So like why do you think that is like, why do you think we're constantly in our head about food and what we eat and how it affects our body? I think that from what I see from my perspective, I think a lot of that is like misinformation and and disinformation, especially in the media. It's like everyone trying to almost help each other with these diets and their credibility is relying on their personal success with that diet a lot Mm -hmm. of times. So they'll say, oh, guys, I started doing this or I did this juice cleanse. I lost 10 pounds for this event that I had to do. Like, you guys should try this. And that's when people will start trying random things. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll try anything to get this promised result. And it's so results driven that it's not really respecting 
that the process and what goes on. And like you said, you start to damage this relationship that you have with food, which Mm -hmm. is, I think the most, you know, the most important part. That's what's going to last for the long term. Yeah. So I think it's really important to respect that. And I think it's so interesting for me to now be a professional and an expert in this field and to look back on myself during the time where I was first becoming interested in that. Um, and see that like I was that person and now to have come this far and look back, it's like most of the clients I work with, it's like, can we get back to a balanced plate? Like, can we get back to like eating whatever you want? It's so much undoing and unraveling all of these like bad habits that they've picked up with just kind of, I think this like results in mind. So, yeah, I feel like Google, (laughs) a lot of people kind of gravitate towards Google Mm -hmm. and, Like, what do you think about people trying to get nutrition advice from these magazines, from social media, from Google? Like, do you think Mm -hmm. that there is helpful and useful information out there? Or do you just think these are people who just want their diets to work so they can get the credibility? I mean, I don't I don't like to I guess I don't know. So I don't want to, like, discredit anyone without having evidence that all people who write these articles essentially don't know what they're talking about, because I think there are some people who do. But I think. Um, you know, the word nutritionist, believe it or not, that's like an unregulated title. So anyone could say they're a nutritionist. You could oh, say wow. you're a nutritionist. Anyone can say that. There's no licensing or regulation around that title. Um, for a registered that. dietitian, there is. So see, so there's a lot of things that I think um, like people don't know mm-hmm. uh, the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist the same way they might not know the difference between a registered nurse and an LNA or like just these different credentials. Yeah. So I think that's really important um, for readers is to be critical of who they're, you know, listening to um, and where those people are getting their information. Like you have to be a critic of research as well, because I think some people will think research is Googling or research mm-hmm. is one study that will back this supplement or whatever. And that's not really like the research you want. You want several hundreds of those studies showing the same results to prove that something is actually, you know, effective and based on evidence. So with all that said, it's really, a lot of people don't go through that process. Like they, they see something it's marketing, they see all natural, they see um, boosts immunity, um, builds muscle, like Mm -hmm. all of these catch words. And it's so easy to like listen to because why yeah. would you not you don't yeah. think people are lying to you exactly so <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of marketing I don't know if you've been like if you're into like pop culture news but I know Lizzo mm-hmm. was getting a lot of backlash the other day for promoting like a juice cleanse or something like that and I know that there are mm-hmm. lots of celebrities who like promote these teas and these detoxes mm-hmm. and all of those things like I know I don't know what kind of question I want to ask with that, but I know that those are like fads that are going on in social mm-hmm. media right now. So, like, what do you think about those? Do you think that they work? Do you think that they're like dumb and stupid? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, again, I I hate to like just be general and be like I think they're all dumb and stupid, but I think <laughs> I, from my experience, I'll I guess I'll tell like a little story from my experience. Is a lot of times I get clients who come to me, of course, um, looking for you know nutrition counseling and and stuff like that. And a lot of times their diet will be like all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be like, but I take these supplements. And it's just like when you look at all of these different things in one scope, when you put them all together, it's like this person was not eating well. They were taking supplements from all of these different places, which was making them in the end, they were consuming like way too much of one nutrient that was ending up making another nutrient in his um, 
from his blood test be low. So it's like all of these things counteract. And that's something um, that I think a lot of people don't consider when they're um, promoting like a supplement or a cleanse or something like that. Like you're not considering what else that person is doing. You're not considering their underlying health conditions. You have no idea. So I, I just hate to see people throw their money away is what I hate because all of that tends to be very expensive. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so you're going to sit there and buy and spend this amount of money on this. I'm like, so why are you taking this? And they're like, well, because the guy there told me that it would help me. I'm like, okay, let's like regroup here. Like these are supplements. Okay. So they're supposed to supplement a healthy diet and a lifestyle. So let's Mm -hmm. get that together first. And then if we have evidence that you need a supplement, then we can look into supplements and look into, you know, credible brands of supplements that there's no regulation on supplements either. So yeah, people can, it just drives me crazy. Like the supplement, (laughs) the supplement situation, I'm so glad you brought it up. Um, But I think people just need to be careful with those things Yeah, because a lot of it's marketing and a lot of it is like a lot of use of big words. I feel like that are being used kind of against you like they're being used to trick you (laughs) yeah I mean I definitely agree I just I've never been one interested in supplements because Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person like I feel like I never want to have my body rely on an outside source like I don't even drink coffee or like caffeine or anything like I just I don't like I just don't like that feeling of thinking that my body needs this to function. So Mm -hmm. I've never, like, I've just never been a big fan of it. And that's just me and my personal choice. But Mm -hmm. I know that there are some people out there who do like supplements and who do like coffee and who do, you know, like do these Mm -hmm. things in order to get through their day in order to have uh, their body type or whatever it is that they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's important to touch on now, like there's not going to be one thing that works for everybody the same way. So it's whatever works for you and your body might not work for me Mm -hmm. and my body. And that's okay. So even though like we're having this conversation and we're saying like, oh, you have these celebrities promoting these diets and these fads, like if it works for you, and you like have seen and it it's tried and true, like go ahead by all means, go for it. We're not telling you guys to stop doing whatever it is that you're doing. But mm-hmm. if it if you are questioning it, then I would suggest, you know, going to talk to, well, maybe not a nutritionist, <laughs> the, the registered yeah. dietitian, mm-hmm. <laughs> like going and talk to a professional who has the credible um, letters behind their name and, you know, just mm-hmm. going and talking to them like, hey, this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been eating. What do you mm-hmm. think this do you think this is helping me at all? So by no means are we telling you guys to not take supplements, to not do the juice cleanse, like do you, boo. Mm-hmm. But we're just right. telling you guys to be wary and to just research and to know what it is that you're getting yourself into. Because like she said, a lot of this stuff is just marketing. A lot of the stuff mm-hmm. is people just trying to make money off of you. This is like yeah. a billion dollar industry right here. <laughs> right. Like the and a lot of times they'll put that right in their caption. They'll put hashtag ad. And it's like, okay. Yeah. As much as like no matter what they say in that video, as much as it seems like this was something they were taking before and it's totally authentic, just remember, like, this is an ad. Yes. And I, I think, like, with, I don't know, it drives me crazy sometimes. <laughs> I want to know, like, what is the funniest, what, like, what is the most funniest or unrealistic thing that, like, someone has told you about food or nutrition? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, like, when we have, when I have consultations with clients at first, they're, like, scared to tell you anything. Cause they're like, yeah. well, you're like my, I can't tell my dietitian or they'll be like, I had cake this weekend, but I, I can't tell my dietitian. 
like it will be like trying to reveal this information yeah um and like get it out of people I'm like so you didn't have any alcohol and they're like well I did and I'm like I'm not gonna judge you we just need to be on the same page like if you're I'm gonna help you I need to know what's going on and I'm like not I'm not judgmental at all I'm kind of like you know my diet's not perfect Mm -hmm. people aren't perfect so um I guess like the the one thing that drives me crazy that I see so often, so often, probably with like at least every client is like the conversation around carbs. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I said, it's like this whole unraveling of like building this relationship with carbs and like understanding that they're like, OK, like I we need carbs. to like, I, well, and you should like and I love when <laughs> a woman I love hearing you say that and being who you are and like of course your figure, like you're just beautiful, like head to toe. And I think it's important for someone like you to say, I love carbs. Like these, this is proof that like carbs are not the enemy. It drives me crazy. (laughs) So you can, you know, look great if that's what your goal is, but more importantly, carbs are nutritious for you. Yeah. So it, that is like a hard conversation for me every time, but I swear it's every time, like every client, it's like this, this relationship with carb we carbs we have to work on. Yeah. I don't know why that's been like such a myth in in the mm-hmm. food industry. Like to not eat carbs is gonna make you skinny. And mm-hmm. I like I always think of like the mean girls where she was like <laughs> trying to starve herself from the carbs and then mm-hmm. she ended up eating all the fat, the little fat mm-hmm. bars. And yeah, yeah, I always think about that when people talk about carbs, but I'm just like, carbs are good. Like, first of all, I eat bread every single day I mm-hmm. love bread bread is literally my weakness I will just go to Texas Roadhouse and literally just eat <laughs> like that is me I love pasta I love mm-hmm. like I I love carbs I eat carbs every single day probably mm-hmm. during every single meal and I feel like like people always get so shocked when I say that but it's just like you they need, need to see it <laughs> yes you certainly you have have to do eat carbs. exactly when you when someone is as as active as you are too. And even if someone isn't necessarily as active, like carbs are made to make up 50% of our diet. 50% of the calories we intake are from carbohydrates about approximately. And then about 20 uh, to 30%, I believe is from fat. And then I think 15 to 25% is from protein. Those are like rough numbers from my memory from school long ago. (laughs) I would not be able to remember any of that. So you go. It's crazy because (laughs) carbs are you know, meant to make up so much more of our diet versus like protein compared to carbs and fat is meant to make up like the least amount of our diet, the least amount of our calories. And I feel like it's just out of proportion. Now it's like, we feel like protein or a lot of times the public feels like protein is this like invincible nutrient that like you can just eat a million grams of it and it's totally fine. But like one gram of carbs is like sinful. And yeah, I don't when you when you kick out carbs you're kicking out bread you're kicking out pasta you're kicking out fruit you're kicking out whole grains you're kicking out so many things and you're kicking out fiber so oftentimes it's those same people that are on cleanses because then they're bloated because all of the high fat and high protein things are high in sodium and then Mm -hmm. they can't go to the bathroom because they don't eat enough fiber and it's like so then they're looking for a detox and it's like so wound up that we just need to like get back to the basics yeah. like you said and be almost like eat whatever you want like have a little bit of everything a balanced yes. plate you know you don't go to the texas roadhouse every single day and just no. eat rolls but right <laughs> but, but when, when i go, want some <laughs> exactly you give yourself the liberty to do that and it's a form yeah. of self-respect and you're protecting your mental health for the long term yeah, I definitely agree. I always told people to live a healthy lifestyle and not 
diet, you know, like mm-hmm. when you're dieting, you're so restrictive, restricting, and you're constantly thinking about what you're eating at all times of the day. But when you're living a healthy lifestyle, maybe you're like swapping something out for something else. Like if you want a burger, maybe I'll get a turkey burger, or maybe I'll do like a veggie mm-hmm. burger, but you're not mm-hmm. depriving yourself of those things that you want and that you crave. You're just simply making a better decision. And right. You know, I think that once we understand that, then a lot of people will be able to have a more positive, healthy relationship with food, which is what we should all mm-hmm. do because we need, we have to eat to live. <laughs> exactly. And as a form of self-respect, not in a, in a way of, you know, changing something you dislike about yourself, yeah. you know, like in a, in a positive way to know yeah. that you are by choosing like a turkey burger instead, you're protecting your heart down the line, like mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um. You know, things that are truly valuable to your health without, again, putting your, you know, that damage. Once you're like worked into a a bad relationship with food, it's extremely hard to get out of. Yeah. It's it's extremely hard for somebody else to help somebody else with that. Because sometimes when they're in positions like that, they they won't tell anyone or they'll Mm -hmm. lie to their dietician and say, well, I ate this when it's, it's extremely hard to like undo. Mm -hmm. So How would you say that dieting is related to eating disorders? Do you see that a lot? Um, That's really kind of like a niche in my profession. So if I had a client with an eating disorder, I'd have to, firstly, I'd have to, um, you know, understand where they're coming from. A lot of times someone's not going to come to you and say, I have an eating disorder. There's certain things that like um, will stand out that, you know, a lot of times it is like eliminating certain food groups. Um, or it is over exercising, it mm-hmm. is um, not getting their period, it is fasting, like they could be these certain like diet trends. So you might pick up on those types of things. And what I always like to ask my clients when they say, well, I don't, for example, oh, maybe I don't eat until 2pm, because I'm fasting. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how does that make you feel? Like, do you feel do you like doing that? Or why are you doing that? Are you doing it because it makes you feel great? And you love it? Or are you doing it because you want to lose weight, you hate yourself, mm-hmm. like what what's at the bottom of that. Um, and a dietitian's role in that is kind of, I guess, you need to be on like a team, a multi multidisciplinary team of professionals, like that takes um, a counselor, like mm-hmm. a psychologist that has yeah. a lot to do with mental health. And um, it also takes, you know, a dietitian and, and a doctor, like a physician, because there are some side effects and symptoms that could occur um, when someone is experiencing an eating disorder and long-term health, like damage to your health. Yeah. In teenagers, for example, they could, it could damage like their bone development and that's irreversible. So um, we definitely see a lot of it. I don't personally see a lot of it because I don't work in that field, but there mm-hmm. are dietitians who specialize in that and they are on a team of other professionals who can help people overcome that. Yeah. That's so good. It, it takes a lot. Like knowing that it takes three different types of experts in different fields to get yeah but I mean situation. like you're dealing with so many different aspects of a person's body I mean they're physical mm-hmm. they're mental like everything it all kind of works together and so like when you have all of these different occupations split up like how they are like dietitian mm-hmm. and counselor even like school counselors and doctors like at the end of the day they're all working together for your entire whole being not like mm-hmm. one person might be physical one person might be this and one person might be that but at the end of the day it all plays a role together so I love that you know they do that and they bring into consideration other professionals because that does need to be in play when you're dealing especially with like mental health and all of those types of things like mm-hmm. all everything needs to be taken into consideration at that point so I, I agree and I I think like the power of 
referring someone and being able to say, I don't know, like that's not in my scope. I don't know. Let me refer you to someone like just those words. Just do it. Like, don't (laughs) act like, you know what you're talking about. Don't try and like be the savior. Like, just, I don't know. Like that's not in my scope. Why don't you ask your doctor? I can help you find a doctor in your area. Something like that. Yeah. So So how do you think that we as women can develop like a good positive body image and relationship with ourselves when it comes to food? I think it's difficult and I think it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think it could be easier said than done. Like if I were to sit here and be like, oh, I'm yeah. a dietitian and I know and I've been through this and blah, blah, blah. It's like everyone kind of goes through something different. And I really can't say, you know, what they think when they look in the mirror or what mm-hmm. what they hate about themselves, what they love about themselves, who who they're trying to be. So I, um, I know what has helped me, I guess, in my in my personal journey from when I was younger and kind of in a place where I was listening to whoever I was eliminating everything and just like wound up, you know, malnourished yeah. um, to where I am now. I think the difference is my education changed that for me. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about educating others now, knowing why I need certain nutrients, knowing like the purpose of the food that I'm eating and knowing that I'm doing something good for my body makes mm-hmm. me not care about what it looks like on the outside to somebody else. Yeah. Like when I look back at myself as a teenager, I'm like, I would never do that again to myself now. And I feel bad for doing that to myself when I was young. Yeah. Um. So nothing is worth sacrificing your health for, I guess. And I, and I say that like from the bottom of my heart and especially if we draw an audience of pageant girls, nothing is worth sacrificing your health for. Not a, not a stage, not any stage, not a national or international stage. Like it has to start with you. And there's a way to get there in a healthy way through nourishing your body because you're Mariah, top-notch <laughs> evidence. Okay, she eats oh. carbs. She has a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. We have, setting, we have to keep setting examples like that, though. Yeah. I um, there's a way to do it in a healthy way. I definitely agree. And that's why I tell people when they ask me, I'm just like, you know, this is what I do. Like, these are healthy alternatives. Like, if you don't want to eat fried chicken, bake chicken. If you don't want to eat this, mm-hmm. eat that. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, at the end of the day, when you are trying to change your diet or you are trying to change your body, you have to make sure that you are doing this for you and not for anyone else. Because if you're constantly trying to change yourself to seek the validation of other people, you're going to come up short every single time. It's going to be so stressful. You're going to hate your like you're going to go through this phase where you are just so sick of yourself because I know like I went through that phase. Alyssa has gone through that phase. And I know so many women who have gone through that phase of them just constantly trying to seem perfect or seek validation from boyfriends or society or whatever. And when you get older and you're out of that phase of your life, you realize like, wow, what? like how could I have put myself through that? And you really see how damaging it was to you and how much work you had to do to get out of that place. So if you're like making changes or you're thinking about, you know, getting in touch with a professional, like just make sure that you're doing this for you, for your sanity and not for anybody else. Because at the end of the day, like you have to be happy with who you are as a person and no one else can fill that void for you. So um, what do you think is, did you want to say something? I'm sorry. No, I thought that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> I agree with what you said. I wanted to Great. ask, um, what is like the one best tip of nutritional advice that you could give to anyone like across the board? I would say moderate your protein intake. That's something that is so important and could be 
changing like your results and you might not know that a lot of people don't know that that protein can overconsumption of protein can contribute to um, fat accumulation so it's not this like invincible nutrient that's all all high and mighty all and, like, power whatever. so and exactly <laughs> like we never I could go on forever about that but you know moderate your protein intake throughout the day um, and moderate I, I would say everything in moderation that would really be my advice and I know yeah. that's like annoying for people to hear because but it's so like, true yeah it is so true so if you want a roll from Texas Roadhouse have it like do have whatever you want to have you know, and, and eat well, because you know, it's good for you, not for anybody else. Take yes. care of yourself um, and enjoy things and enjoy life in moderation. Cause I think you lose this like enjoyment in your life when you're just so preoccupied with this thought of food mm. and it just doesn't deserve that place in your mind. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree. I love that. Everything <laughs> in my, and anything is good in moderation, like literally anything in life, not mm-hmm. even just dealing with food, but everything is mm-hmm. good in moderation and you should never mm-hmm. like push yourself to this limit where you feel like you can't have something or you can't do something. So I definitely right with that okay well we are coming up on the end of this episode I feel like we've been talking for like five minutes this is insane but I do have (laughs) one more question to ask you and I leave all my guests with this question so I just want to know um, what is the biggest life lesson that you've learned so far it doesn't have to be about food or nutrition it could be literally about anything I think my biggest life lesson would be anything is possible That's good. (laughs) Anything is possible, especially when you have a good team of people around you. And I always relate this, I guess, to my pageant journey because um, I wasn't like a traditional like pageant girl. I haven't Mm -hmm. been doing this my whole entire life. But I think when you have, I I think I remember (laughs) reading this story about you. Um, And I think it just like shows, you know, things may seem a certain way and it may seem like it needs to be that way. Um, And I think it's like refreshing to have had my success in that and winning my my state title and knowing that it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be a five time like pageant girl or with all these like accolades, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be who you are and you can be a true and honest, loving person and be recognized for that and be successful in that way. So Yes. Anything How many possible. times have y'all heard that from me? I talk about that all the time <laughs> on my show. Like, bro, do y'all realize y'all can literally go out and do anything? Honestly, anything. Anything. <laughs> I look back and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, how did I do this? And I'm like, honestly, love, honesty, like authenticity. Just be true mm-hmm. to yourself and, and the people That's that it. are around you. That's all Good you have to do. You'll never mm-hmm. have to change things about yourself in mm-hmm. order to be successful in life. I tell people all the time, like, others like they crave that authenticity and that vulnerability from people so just be that like stop trying to put on this facade or be this person Mm -hmm. who you think you need to be in order to win or to get a job or to do whatever in life because really Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day you just got to be you and Mm -hmm. they know I preach that all the time so that's just very fitting Mm -hmm. (laughs) well Alyssa thank you so much for joining me today I think this was very helpful and is going to help so many people on their food journey and their diet journey so thank you so much I really appreciate it thank you so much I appreciate talking with you it's always great (laughs) oh go ahead and give everybody your social media handle so they can of course my personal social media handle is underscore Alyssa Fernandez with a s at the end of Fernandez and then another underscore um and there should be some information or you could just dm me if you have any questions about nutrition I'm happy to help Yes. All right. Well, thanks again, Alyssa. And thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to y'all on my next episode. Bye.
Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave. And also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life. And always remember to keep it real. Keep it real.